a life decision. What? What did you do? I got hair extensions. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome to the cult. <laughs> it took me a while. I've been wanting to get them for a while and I just hadn't done it. And This is how I feel like when you got your cartilage pierced or your, when you got your double piercing. You know, I've been, I talked about it for so long and you're like, no. And then you did it. And then I was like, yay. And then now you have your hair extensions. It just, it felt right. You know, the timing felt right. Yeah. You do, you had to do it when you feel ready. Yeah. I uh, had this, so this girl who did them, she just moved to Nashville from Connecticut and she's trying to build up her business. So she reached out to me on Instagram and wow. um, so yeah, you're and saying, was, you're trying to say that you have hair extensions and you're an influencer now. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, I, I feel really, like everyone is here, slowly becoming an influencer. Mom's an influencer. Mom is definitely an influencer. Mom's a dessert influencer. She really is. Yeah. So if you're in Nashville and you want extensions, her name is Sarah Kala and she was great. She did it so fast and she did an amazing job. But I think that it's hard to get used to. Like today's the first day that they don't like, I can't feel them in my head. Oh yeah. The first day it felt so heavy. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to break my neck. And then they kind of hurt. You know, because your head mm-hmm. is so sensitive. But today is a good day. It's yeah. we're almost a weekend, and we're feeling normal. Yeah. So, well, I've had you know not to go on the tangent of my hair journey, but I've had hair extensions since I was literally like for real. I think I was thirteen or fourteen when I got them because we could do a whole I've episode had, on your hair journey. Oh my god, Dr. I can literally from start to finish. I have literally sat in therapy and talked about my hair. Like if that <laughs> says anything to you. <laughs> Because um, it, go back and listen like, to our Denver trip recap for yeah, like looking for hair. Okay, something I will say is hair. If you have hair issues, it is a huge insecurity. Girl, boy, old, young. Like if you have hair issues, it is an insecurity, and it like stings because it's like some people have like luscious locks to their feet, and then some people are bald, and it's just like I feel like there's no in between. And basically what happened to me was like, when I was younger, I had really curly, beautiful, natural hair. And then going into middle school, every girl had their hair like bone straight. I didn't know how to take care of my hair. I ended up damaging it and basically frying it off to a literal crisp. And it was just such an insecurity point for me. But then luckily, I started wearing hair extensions when I was young. So I feel like a lot of my life, it's kind of been an insecurity that was disguised because on the outside, no one could tell that I had such a big insecurity that was like painting me to my core because I was wearing these like 28 inch extensions and it looked like I had like Beyonce hair all the time, but really I would go to the studio and cry in Sarah Kate's arms. You know, it is important to remember that a lot of people do have insecurities that I think are not spoken about and not maybe seen to the eye of just like on social media and like in life. Yeah. Well, I think it's great that you are open about that. And, you know, it might not be hair. It might be, you know, your skin or your weight or whatever, but everyone has insecurities that they hide. But I mean, yeah, my hair, I didn't really have, um, you know, my hair is thick, it's long, but it gets to a certain point where it just doesn't grow anymore. Like the ends start splitting and it just won't grow past this certain length. And I was like, you know what? I just really want long freaking hair. So Yeah, and I feel like you don't have to like, you know, have no hair, have a lot of hair to like want to do fun hair changes. It's just like shows that everyone's journey is different. 
I really just wanted to be able to put it in a really high pony. No, y'all, I'm not even kidding. I know we talked about my Amazon ponytail in this. We need to link it in the show notes. We will link my Amazon ponytail because there are so many ways now. Like I found this Amazon ponytail and you just like clip it. It's literally a clippy with Mm -hmm. 30 inches of hair connected to it. And I literally put my hair in a bun and clip the ponytail on. And it's like, boom, Ariana Grande, fabulous, swish it around. I've been at the club with that ponytail. That ponytail has seen places. It has been in the bars <laughs> and been the club. And it From Miami brilliant. to Hawaii, it's been there. <laughs> to New Orleans. I wore it oh, wow. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, we'll link that. But I'm really excited that Sarah Kate's joining us today because other than just being, like, such a good friend, I feel like she is, like, basically a family member to us. She cares for us so much and remember when um during covid we needed highlights and sarah came like came to our house and did our hair in the bathtub in the like literal it was like basically a a speakeasy like no one was allowed to do anything our hair it was like eight inches of black our my extensions mom took my extensions out with pliers during covid i remember that when mom did it on the couch yes because they need to be raised up it, it was like desperate times and Sarah Kate like sneaks over when like you were allowed to have like two people in a house or whatever their craziness was going on. And she did our hair like under the table and I really couldn't tell her, anyone. Her saying like, don't tell anyone, but I was on Instagram. Everyone's like, how are your roots redone? Like, did you do your hair? And I was like, <laughs> oh, the sun is shining. Sarah Kate gave me a wax on mom and dad's bed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. Um, yeah, so she's just really seen it all. She slept with me in Hawaii, my bed. She's, she's seen it all. She's literally seen it all. Like, oh my God, when Stella, my dog, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is not funny, y'all. This is not funny. But basically, like, I had this Maltese named Stella. God rest her sweet little soul. She lived <laughs> to be 15 years old. I got her in first grade. And then my senior year Speaking of Speaking of no hair. Yeah. Oh my God. She was bald too, just like her mom. And <laughs> senior year of college, I'm holding her in my arms. She has come to the end of her life. The vet has scheduled me to put her down at 2 p.m. Well, I had a hair appointment that morning. Couldn't skip it, <laughs> obviously. So she comes with me. I'm holding Stella, just like weeping, circulating in my hair. The whole salon is like, I just brought down the whole vibe. Like I had a dying dog in my arms. I was <laughs> sobbing my eyes out, holding Stella. But you didn't miss your appointment. But I didn't miss my hair appointment. Everyone in the studio was, like, crying with me. Like, they were literally, like, Caroline, everyone was holding me, just, like, crying, like, weeping with me. And I was like, Stella, I love you. And, like, yeah. So, anyways, more to the story. She's seen it all. She's done it all. She's been there for us. And now we get to have her on our podcast. So, I'm really excited. Yay. And I'm so glad. This is selfishly an episode for me because I have a million questions about having hair extensions. So. Yeah. Allie's a newbie. So, yeah. Thanks for letting me indulge myself here. I will say that, like. I think I was trying to say this earlier, but went off on a ramp. But, like, I've had hair extensions for so long, I forget. Like, I just think that, like, this is how my hair always feels. Like, I was born, like, this way. But it's kind of hard to get used to when you first it get It is. There. Yeah, it really is. It's, like, your hair feels so heavy. And it's kind of like wearing um, a really tight pony for a long time, you know? And then your head gets sore. Yeah. That's yeah. what it feels you like to, for, like, four days. You have to literally four take days. Advil. Yeah, I took Advil morning and night. It, it feels like that for four days, and then all of a sudden, it just magically stops. This is how I identify with my hair journey, okay? 
My hair is like to here, and okay. this hair is to here. Okay. But it's mine because I bought it. That's how I feel. <laughs> My hair is to here, and this hair is to here. But it's mine because I bought it. That's how I feel. If you, <laughs> this hair is mine. Like I don't know where it's been, but it is mine. Like I love you it. You own it. You possess it. It's, it's yours. Mine. Yeah. Like she said, G thanks just bought it. It is my hair. And that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Next. Uh, <laughs> okay, so tell me about your week. What's your high? Let me think. What day is it? I had a really good week, like just um, being off of work. Uh, we've had people are starting to leave the islands. We've been doing a lot of like fun stuff. Like we like all went out for Taco Tuesday and then Cinco de Mayo last week for Blaine's last day. Our friend Jensi last, we did a picnic. Um, but I've had a lot of highs. Nicole's parents were here and like rented out that boat that we always go on and we love so much. We got to go snorkeling. We got to hold an octopus, which I've never done before. What did that yeah, like? and like very like sucky, like very mm-hmm. just odd. Um, and I went to a really fun concert on Saturday night. Some of our friends are in a band called Twin Fin, and they were playing at a bar that I've never been to before called Work Play that literally looked like a bar in Nashville, like. This happens a lot, and I was talking about it with Perry, but, like, there's some kind of phenomenon that goes on in Hawaii when, like, we go somewhere that doesn't feel like Hawaii, so it feels like you're somewhere else, but you're still in Hawaii. And then I would say my low would probably be – my low would probably just be that it's been, like, really cloudy lately here. Like, this is, like, the first Mm -hmm. day it's actually been sunny in a couple days, and, like, when it's cloudy here, we literally, like, don't even know what to do with ourselves. After – um, Cinco de Mayo on Friday, Perry and I decided that we were going to go like try to be adventurous, even though we were both very hungover. And it was so cloudy. So, like, automatically the vibes were low. And then I was just so ill. Like, I felt so physically ill. I like was having, I was sick at this waterfall. Like, we were trying to be adventurous, but I was really just sick. Like, it was just, you know, note to self if you're hungover, just, you know, don't go on an adventure day maybe just stay in your bed because <laughs> I was like at the waterfall like sweating That's so funny because in all the videos it looks life. like you're having the best time ever I know it's like ah uh, one with nature and I'm like Perry <laughs> literally <laughs> one yeah, with so nature anyways, Instagram versus reality right there what about you Okay, well, I think a high of this week was definitely getting my extensions. I felt like freaking Beyonce when I first got them in. Um, So that was a good feeling. And then also, speaking of, I've been doing hot girl walks, and I really, really like. Oh, yes. I love a hot girl walk. So that was a high. Oh, and I met with my nutritionist finally, and that was really interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I won't, like, go into all the scientific detail but basically I have all of these like imbalances going on I have like a bacterial infection in my large intestine and um I have like all these vitamin deficiencies why are you laughing it's my health (laughs) I won't go into the details but I do have a bacterial infection in my big intestine (laughs) anyway I just have all these things going on that like so I did all this blood work and she basically read and interpreted the blood work for me. And I don't know. I just kind of thought that I was going to sit down and she was going to say like, oh, you need a probiotic or something. What? It's like almost worse because you're like, I won't go into details, but there's a lot of things wrong with me. And then everyone's <laughs> like, what's wrong? <laughs> basically, it's just like. It's kind of like when someone posts on Facebook, like um, prayers and <laughs> prayer requests. <laughs> I hate it when people are like, hey, guys, like asking for some silent prayers. I'm like. 
about what? Like, I'm so nosy. What is happening with you? Like, I will pray for you. I really will. I'll pray for you in depth on my knees, but tell me the tea first because I want to know. Okay, well, it's nothing like life or death, but it's just like stuff that I would not have known was an issue because, yeah. It, you know, you don't you don't know that just from looking at someone. So that was really interesting. Now I'm like on this new eating plan. And so I'm excited about that journey for myself. Um, and then a low of the week. Oh, another high. Mom and I went to a wreath making class. You would have loved it. I know. That looked We really were thinking fun. the whole time like, oh, I wish Bird could do this with us. It was so fun. Yeah. But a low of the week, I lost my AirPods and sunglasses when I was in West Palm last week. And so that was a bummer. That was kind of an F story. Like someone literally jacked your AirPods and stole them. I hope whoever's I, I guess I guess nobody will be listening because then you turn them on lost mode. But like how well, rude is that just to steal someone's AirPods? Like what the I hell? tracked them and they're currently in Pennsylvania. So um <laughs> also disgusting. I would never steal someone's AirPods and then wear them. Yeah, like they've been shoved in your ears. Why do you want to put them in someone else's ears? Like that's that's foul. Like just go buy some AirPods. Like okay. Anyways. Uh, what are you excited about? I am excited because I am announcing where we're moving on Wednesday. So a day after Yay. this comes out, we're going to be telling everyone. I think we've been gatekeeping it. It's been hard because there's so many people involved in this move. Like it's me, Perry, Blaine, Drew, Aaliyah, their dog, Mia. It's like, and we're all just doing so many things that we haven't really found a good time to announce it to people. But we're finally announcing it on Wednesday and I'm just really excited because I want to start like talking about it and I want to start. So I did the other day, this TikTok, this girl posted, I saw it before I went to sleep. So it had like a hundred views and she was like, I just moved to blank where I'm moving. And I commented on like, oh my God, I'm moving there in July. Okay. Well, overnight the TikTok pops off, like amazing for her. So happy for her. However, a lot of people saw my comment. And we're like, oh, my God, this is where you're moving. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot. But I did, like, connect with this girl. And now, like, we message all the time. And she's, like, so sweet and helpful. And, like, just saying, like, she's so excited for us to get there. And if we need any help, like, she will help us. And that, like, she can't wait to introduce us to, like, all of her friends there. So just, that's like, so that's nice. what I'm excited to tell people. It's just so I can start kind of, like, networking and meeting people well if you ever struggle with making friends anyone listening to this just get on tiktok i feel like you've made all of your friends through tiktok i know i really have i really have an internet friends are the best like even if you never meet them like i have so many friends in my life who i consider really good friends to me who i've never physically laid my eyes on (laughs) however i will comment on their stuff like i love you like yes queen like you go to dental school, girl. Like, it's just like, you know, these people you meet and you follow them for like a good amount of time where you feel like you know them really well. And then you're like, I love you. And I'm so glad your mom's surgery went well. And it's like, I've never met you really in real life. Yeah. Oh, you know, interesting. Or like the people you meet in the bathroom at the bars or like the clubs. Yeah. Like, there's this actually specific girl that I met in a bar with mom in the old days, RIP. Um, and she was telling me and mom about how she was getting married and we followed her on Instagram and like, I still follow her and now she's like having a baby. Like and heavily I feel invested like it's in like, her life. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just those people. Yeah. Anyways, what are you excited about? I have a really fun weekend planned in Nashville. Um, I'm going to do a pool day with my friends on Saturday. Um, the weather has just been really beautiful here and we're going to check out the new pool at Soho house and I haven't had a pool day there yet. So Finally, um, good weather and honestly, like 
this week, I've just been really content being where I am. I am just really happy like in my neighborhood and my job and just everything is good. So I'm just letting myself kind of sit in that moment of just goodness, you know? I feel like um, we're so quick to jump ahead and, you know, when things are going good, you constantly are looking for like the next best thing. So it's just been very, I've been very intentional about just being here in this moment because I'm never going to get it back. Yeah. I've been feeling like kind of the opposite, like just with the move announcement coming up and all these things, I feel like I'm like pushing myself all the time. Like I got to do this. I have to make this, this has to be ready. Got to film this, like need to reply to this and need to get this done before I go home for the move. And then I need to like accomplish all these things in Hawaii. And I literally was listening to a podcast today about control because I'm a very like control oriented person. And it was just saying, you have to accept where you're at in your life right now and -hmm. enjoy what you're actually doing in the moment that you're in, because you can't control all these different things around you until you accept what you're like really doing. And I feel like I do need to sit back and start just kind of like more so enjoying what's going on because I have such a limited time here. And it's so easy. It's so easy to be just caught ahead and like what's to come and you know all this stuff and get all frazzled but really it's like yo that's cool we're just chilling like I've been reminding myself of that just because I'm such a type three like I'm always looking to achieve something or something could be better I could be better and it's just letting myself relax into the present and just being perfectly happy here because things change so quickly you know yeah definitely you're never – you're not going to be in this moment. Like it is such a sweet moment. Like I get to live with my best friend. I have such a great group of solid friends here and Nashville is a really fun place to be right now. And so just really kind of relishing that because who knows how long, you know, I'll be in this place. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Just like all these things that I have going on, I was kind of flustered by them and I was thinking like, oh my gosh, I have to be here and do this and go here. And I'm like, but what a gift it is to be able to do that. Like there yeah. will come a time in your life where you're not going to be able – me and Perry and our friend Noah were talking about this last – yesterday when we went on this hike. There will be a time where you can't just like you know get up and go all these crazy places and do all these things and you'll have things holding you back or things that you like have to like be required to do. And this is such a good time just to like enjoy where you are and not always yeah. – because I will get frazzled and like kind of like, oh my gosh, like got to get this and this and this. Kind of going off of this, have you ever done brain spotting? Yeah, I've done it a couple times. It's when I really was home. cool. That was probably a, another high. Well, brain spotting is hard because like it is such a big release, but like it's so emotional. And for those of you that haven't done it, it's um a th- it's type of therapy where you kind of let go of old brain patterning and old memories, and you release it. And it, like apparently they're stored in like specific spots in your brain. It's kind of hard to explain, but definitely look it I up. I feel like we could do an episode about brain Yeah, spotting, because brain like, spotting yeah. has been so big for me and mom. Yeah. But I did a really great – I had a really great brain spotting session on Friday with Trish, and I ended up coming to this mantra that I've been writing down every day. And I know that we don't typically share mantras. We let our guests, but I just have to share it because it's been so impactful on me this week. But – It's I am worthy, I am deserving, I am loved, I am important. Just those four things. I don't know. It just really – it came to me after doing this brain spotting session. It was just like the things that I needed um, at that moment. And so I've been carrying that with me this week and it's it's been really great. And I highly suggest taking time to like find whatever that mantra is for you 
and just write it down in the morning. It doesn't have to be very long, but just take a couple minutes to jot it down and let that be the first thing that you you write and say about yourself. Love. That is really important. And I do think that we should look into an episode of about brain spotting if that's what you guys want to hear, because it is such a amazing therapy technique. And I feel like a lot of people don't really know about it. I didn't even know yeah, about it until mom went on insight. So yeah, I've been um, doing a lot of, I feel like journaling with our um, ritual of manifestation yeah. class we've been doing um, with Andy and a lot of it for like the new moon was focusing on like inner child. And I tell you, it was like interesting. It's a different way that I don't journal normally, but yeah. Um, yeah. Um, wait, I wanted to say something. Oh, yeah. And honestly, like, sorry, I keep thinking of high points from this week, which I guess is a good thing. But seeing all the reviews that have come in from people um, who are doing I our know. giveaway has been such a highlight. Like all the I kind know. words. We appreciate it so much. Our giveaway was so much fun. I think it was like a really fun, you know, spin off of last week's episode, hot girl episode. Um, and the reviews were literally so kind. And it is true. Like, if you feel passionate about something, a creator, a podcast, whatever, like just taking the time to leave a sweet review, even like on Yelp for a restaurant. Because I feel like, you know, normally if you're reviewing something, it may be negative. Like if you have really strong feelings enough to review yeah. something, it's usually like negative. But just taking time to like drop a, a, a review, like, oh my gosh, like keep up the good work. Like that, it, like reading them meant so much to me. And I feel like it yeah. makes you feel like, all the hard work you put in is like worth it because at least like if one person's enjoying it, that's enough. So thanks yeah. all for all the reviews. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, without further ado, let's move into our hair and extension hair care episode with Sarah Kate Purvis. Sarah Kate is the owner of the studio salon in Oxford, Mississippi. She is a master at all things hair and just someone who, we value and love so much in our life. And so it's such an honor to have her on Go Call Your Sister today and to yeah. get to welcome Sarah Kate onto the podcast. Yeah, it's always fun when we get to talk with the friends. So thank you, Sarah Kate, for coming on. And we hope you guys enjoy this and learn so much like I did. podcast we are just reflecting on our technical difficulties that we were having but now we're all good and we're ready to roll it's um, been a journey but here we are yeah been a journey okay so Sarah Kate you basically single-handedly saved my hair saved me from going bald made me a whole new person all because of hair extensions and the technique in which you do hair so focusing on hair extensions first what is the first step to take if you are considering getting hair extensions? Well, the first step I would do is deciding whether you want thickness or whether you want length. And then also, like, the first thing you need to know is what your budget is because that's going to determine, you know, what your realistic expectations for what you can get and what your outcome is going to be. And yeah. I would say there's a lot of options to the techniques, but we just found, and I found that the hand tied is usually just the most gentle and safe and creates the least amount of, if you do have any kind of problems or damage that people seem to think that they cause, like, I feel like that technique causes the least amount that you can. 
Yeah, because I've had every hair extension in the book. Like I've had tape-ins, I've had beaded, I've had mm-hmm. halo, I've had, and the hand tie have been my favorite so far. And Allie actually just got a hair extension. So she's this nice luscious braid. <laughs> she's new on the train. But there's definitely yeah. a bunch of But you of can go types. for length and thickness because I didn't yeah, you don't have to do you you don't have to do one or the other. You can get both, but also, you know, if you're going for length, it's gonna take more hair depending on the length of your own hair. So if your hair is really short and you want a lot of length, there's just going to have to be a lot more hair in order for them to look natural and not be, you know, real noticeable that you have hair extensions. So I think the thing that one of the things that took me a while to like pull the trigger on is the cost. Um, Just for people that are interested, like what is the average cost of like hair extensions? I feel like people do think that it's, like less expensive than it really is and they go in for yeah. the consultation and they're like blown away and they're like oh right. my gosh but yeah well I mean there's also like there's so many factors with, yeah so like one if you have a lot of natural hair then you're gonna generally need a lot more of the extension hair or if you or else it's going to just look like you have a very heavy weight line at the top of your head and then your ends will be too thin because they're going to have to be blended. But you also, if you're not looking for a lot of length or you have a good bit of hair and your hair's not super thick, you might get away with one row. And that's really not that heavy a cost. Um, I would say it really, the hardest thing is when people ask me that straight up, they're like, how much do they cost? It's really hard to say because each person is so customized. But I would say like, if you are working with a budget, it's just better to say that up front because hand tie is actually not the specific technique. It's the type of hair that you buy, but they also offer like hybrid, which is like um, a machine weft, but it's it's not as thick. So, but it's also in less expensive than hand tied. So it's not the same quality. But you know, if right now your budget's not the most expensive, you could get away with doing maybe a less expensive hair in your in, and that would be like a way to counter the fact that a lot of people do feel like, but. If you get a good bit, I mean, let's say realistically, you're probably going to run for hair and installation. I would say, you know, anywhere from six, $700 on the low end for one row, all the way up to $2,000 if you're getting a lot of hair. So it's a really wide, you know, budget. That is a hard question. I feel like I get a lot of DMs from people saying like, how much are hair extensions? And it really is like every person, if you had 20 people, it would be 20 different costs because everyone's looking for different things. But honestly, that first like payment that you make when you're actually getting them put in and getting all the hair is usually the most expensive one. And then yeah. you, you'll yeah, keep the hair. For the hair and the installation. But once you have the hair, it's yours for as long as you can take care of it and maintain it. Some people you know, it depends. It lasts six months. Some people, it can last over a year, depending on how, how well they take care of it, how much heat they put to it, you know, what they're doing, environmental stresses. It doesn't always have to be every time you go a super expensive trip. Definitely. But um, I would say like, I have a lot of hair and I had super short hair and I wanted really long hair. So I had four rows, which with wow. six on each row. So I had 24 wefts in my head. So Wait, what is a weft? 
So each individual piece, they're usually, so in your head, like you can have up to six. If they're hand tied, they're going to be individual. They're going to be really thin and you can have up to six on each row. So that each weft is a, so, so you can have six of them. So one row could have anywhere from one to six wefts on it. Okay. Gotcha. So the wefts make up the row. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Allie, what kind of extensions did you get? Um, I have the invisible bead method. And um, I think I have I have two rows. And I think they're three wefts each. Yeah. There's so many different there's so many different methods and techniques. And think, some things work for some people. Some things don't work for other people. So it really is just like if you were interested, I feel like, in getting extensions, I would say step one would be calling the studio, calling Sarah Kate or whoever you're going and just saying, Hey, can I book a consultation? And that's where you just go in and you talk about it and you say, you know, here's my budget. Be really upfront with how much you want to spend. And then that's when they can work to make a plan for you. And I would say, ask a lot of questions and do your research. Like before I pulled the trigger on these, I researched it very well. I looked up the method and, you know, did before and after photos, read, read reviews. And so I think that's really important too. Yeah, because the thing that made me like in such shambles when I started going to Sarah Kate was that I started getting hair extensions when I was so young. Like I think I was 14, 15 years old and I was so young that I was just doing what people were telling me was right. And it ended up causing so much damage in my hair because I like was trusting people who were just like burning and ripping my hair out. So that was, you know. To go on what Sarah Caroline was just talking about with when she came to me. One of the biggest, I would say, problems or I see, well, of the biggest myth is that extensions are bad for your hair. And that doesn't automatically, that's not automatically truthful. Um, if you don't take care of them and they're not done correctly, you don't keep them, like, if you don't take care of them, they can end up causing more damage than they are good. But we have lots of people that come, just like Sarah Caroline can say, like, come with damaged hair and as they wear them, their hair actually gets healthier. But it's about educating your client on how to handle them when they're not in the salon because there's only so much we can do while you're here. It's about making sure that you, they know what to do when they're at home. And the other thing with Sarah Carolyn was like, they weren't trim, they weren't cutting her natural hair. They weren't keeping her natural hair healthy in between those times so when she would come in and she would get this is just my point of view I don't know what they did to her but the look of it what I see with most people is come in I ask you know did they cut your hair your natural your real hair every time they took the extensions out before they put them back in and people say no and what happens is your natural hair splits it breaks you can get damaged and then you don't know this because your your extensions hide it and then you take it you take them out And there's so much damage to your real hair that you then are just basically making your situation that you started with worse. So I wouldn't say they're all bad. I will say that like tape-ins or the ones like care bonds and stuff that have like a actual bonding agent, I feel like I'm not saying they're bad, but I feel like if you don't keep up with those regularly, there's more of an app of something breakage or it causing problems because of that bonding agent being attached to the hair. Um, so those are the things I would say they're not all bad. It's just 
making sure that person knows what to do when they're at home to keep their natural hair and their extensions in good shape because that will matter for how much money they have to spend to replace their extension hair because the better you take care of it, the least free, the less frequent it is that you have to purchase, which is where that initial large cost comes from. Okay. Well, I'm an extension newbie, so I need all the tips. What do I do with this? So we definitely say that you need to brush at least twice a day. More than that brushing, if you go throughout the day, literally buy like a little mini hairbrush and put it in your like purse or your set, whatever you carry, just carry one with you because the tangles, the matting, that's like the worst. It's bad for your real hair and your extension. But we suggest at least twice a day, morning and night to put on a leave-in conditioning and an oil. At least one of them, if not both, if you can. But, and silk pillowcase, when you sleep, mm-hmm. braid it, don't put it up, don't sleep, do not sleep with it wet, and um, just making sure you don't, like, do anything like brush it with an aggressive, like, you, ne- you need to hold the base of your extension as you brush, make sure you're not pulling and tugging, because that will make them slip, pull at your real hair. And just puts a lot of tension. So you just want to treat them as nicely as you possibly can. Is there a particular brush you would recommend? Um, we use like a wet brush. Um, that's usually, or, you know, a wider tooth, not a skinny. But if you can't get the wet brush, I use like a comb up at the base. You just need to make sure at the base that you get all the way up to the base of that. You're not going to brush over it, but you're going to brush up to that sewn base of it to make sure that you're brushing because that's where the natural hair and your extension hair have the most friction and that's where you get mm-hmm. most of your matting. Okay. Yeah. I was told I, to start, to I was told to start brushing. Sorry, Bert, I have one more question. Um I, I was like told to start a it is a Q&A. Alley, I knew alley this. Alley. I I wanted this topic for myself. Um, <laughs> so I was told to start like brushing from the bottom and then like work your way up. Yes. And you need to separate your extensions, like your rows, because just brushing over the top row is not going to go all the way to the bottom. So separate them by rows, separate your bottom row, brush it, separate your top row. I mean, or how many rows you have, just each individual one, brush it separately. Okay. Last personal question and then we can move on. Sorry. Allie. Oh my God. (laughs) What, What shampoo, what shampoo and conditioner do you recommend? Should I just keep using like my normal or is there a specific kind I should be using for extensions? I would do anything, um, that is for like moisturizing. Moisturizing, okay. strengthening, especially like you guys. I mean, I feel like these days most general nice luxury products are going to be sulfate free. Just yeah. Because. So, yeah. but I don't, I don't recommend going to your random drugstore and just buying whatever. Yeah. But I do feel like um, we use, we just started using Kevin Murphy here, and I really like it. There's one called Young Again, and oh, it's I love that. for Sarah Caroline. Have you noticed a difference with yours? Yeah, and I, I got the Kevin Murphy leave-in conditioner, and I will. At the beach, when I if I go in the salt water, I'll rinse my hair and put that in and brush it on the beach, and I feel like yeah. it's made like a huge difference 
and just like the texture of my hair. That Young Again oil smells really, really good. I know that one's, it's for like dry, brittle, or, or like anti-aging is what it's kind of generally meant for, which is like gray hair or like aging hair or hair that's been through a lot, which I feel like means it's drier, which so it's going to be strengthening and moisturizing. Here's a hot take. Here's a hot take. Is This is a question I feel like everyone needs to know. Is Olaplex good for your hair? Yes or no? Because it's all over TikTok, these little (laughs) Is it good for your hair, yes or no? Okay, so I'm going to be honest. I don't sell Olaplex at our salon. It's a personal preference. Um, I also just feel like it's kind of one of those things that's kind of been uh, very, what am I trying to say? The, The luxury of it, the like, you know, it's more mass produced now. I just feel like it's one of those things that like, it's kind of like I jumped on the bandwagon. Everybody was using it, but like I tell people when they come in and they say they're using it, I don't say it doesn't work or it's not a good product. I just say from my professional point of view, I found things that we think work better and that's just a personal preference. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but we just, um, we don't, we haven't really focused on Olaplex because I felt like there were some different brands out there that we just really, um, again, I don't, we don't carry really right now. We're only carrying Kevin Murphy because I loved it so much. I really um, love Kevin Murphy. I was like an OG Kevin Murphy user for a while and I just recently switched over to Kerastase and that Kerastase oil is incredible. I love that, but I, I love Kevin Murphy too. I feel like with Kevin Murphy, pretty much all of the different categories we like. Like a lot of times I'll get into product lines and I'll just like one or two of their categories. Kevin Murphy, we've really liked all of them. Something that Perry and I like to do is just because of how hard we are on our hair here. We did this yesterday. We'll come home from like being in the beach or whatever and we'll put hair masks in and we'll work. Like if we're going to work in the apartment for the afternoon, we like worked all day with our hair mask in and then at night we'll rinse it out. As summer's approaching, people, I feel like summer is the worst time on your hair because of how yeah. you know, salt water is so bad for it. Sun can be so bad for it. And we have that all the time here. So going into summer, I think it's important to find good products. Especially if hair. you're working from home, you can mask all day. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Or like cleaning your house. Like who cares what you look like? Just put some, put some mask on your ends and just clean the house and rinse it out when you're you're done. Or if you're going to the pool, you're going to get wet. You're going to wear it in a braid anyways. It's going to be up on top of your head or whatever. So you might as well just coat it with some conditioner and get something good out of it while you're out there doing nothing, but just. Yeah. And everyone, everyone will think that you're like going for the like slick, sleek, like <laughs> cute girl look. And really you can just have a hair mask in your head the whole time. Like, yeah, it's just so sleek. Like, ha ha. Something I do want to touch on though. I know this wasn't on the questions that I feel like we have been jumping around is that if you feel like you aren't ready to commit to extensions, like permanent extensions in your hair, I feel like there's also other options that you can do to like add length and thickness, but not like, you know, permanent. Y'all do that at the studio, right? Yeah. Flip-ins, Halo. I started out with Halo extensions before I moved on to permanent ones. Yeah. I mean, you can always start with clip-ins and if you don't want to go with a permanent the more expensive. I mean, clip-ins are a great, a great way. 
the good thing about clip-ins is if you have short hair, like if you're more versatile, like person, you can be short hair one day, you know, like celebrities, they can just go to get them taken out, get them put back in. You know, that's not a big deal. But on a daily, that's not realistic. You could have your short hair. You could have a bob one day. You could have long hair the next day. If you're going out and you want like a ponytail or something, you could have something longer. There's just a lot more options for you styling wise when you do have them just clipped in. So, yeah, and they can get clip ins, take them to your nearest salon, get them to color match you or you know, layer the clip in. So they literally are like made for you in your head. I even have this Amazon ponytail. I know you know what it is. <laughs> it's this long as hell Amazon ponytail that like literally goes to my feet and I wore it in Miami and then I like cut oh some of it God. off and I wore it again in New Orleans. It's, traveling know, traveling with Bird and my friend Anna Grace, it is like a suitcase <laughs> of hair just like spilling out everywhere. There's like 15 yeah. different ponytails, like all these, all this hair just flying around. Yeah. It's an accessory. Exactly. That's something I had to get over, though, was I remember in high school, there was these, like, bitchy people who would, like, at my school, like, Sarah Caroline's hair. Because at that point, when I had in high school, no one had extensions. Like, it was very weird. And I remember these girls, and I'm like, Sarah Caroline must be drinking Miracle Grow because her hair was, like, to her shoulders, and now it's to her, like, feet, and then it'd be short again. And I'm like, now, when I went to college, it's way more normal. Like, every every girl has extensions now. But I remember yeah. being in high school thinking, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I've always felt super open about my extensions. And if I want to have a bob one day, and then I want to have a ponytail to my feet the next day, I feel like this, this day and age, no one really cares. Like, literally, who cares? No. It's so it's normal. Like, I mean, it's like, this is my hair. I bought it. Like, yeah, yeah, I bought it. It's my I just... I feel like instead of being like you have the plague, it's like you're the popular one and everybody wants that. I feel like if you're hating on it, you really want it. And you would have it if you could have it, you know? My high school voted me best hair because they thought <laughs> it was like a mean joke because I had hair extensions. But moving forward, like the extension is not something that's going to be your goal to have permanently forever. Like your goal with them should be to help improve the health of your hair while having the look that you want and the goal would be to get your hair to be healthy at the same yeah. time you know yeah. it may be that you want one row for thickness but the hope would be you know that if you have thick hair like Sarah Caroline has a lot of hair it's just getting it long enough that she can support and wear the styles that she wants with her own hair and it's getting there I mean we're getting long, thicker and longer but we have to focus on healthy. You know, it's not, but one of the things that I find the most is people were focused on being long. And I'm like, you can't be long if you're not healthy. If you just focus on being healthy and having healthy hair, you'll have long hair. Yeah. And it's just fun yeah. to try new styles too. Like if you want long hair to rock that for a little bit, it's fun. And also I think it does like help your hair get healthy because you're not going over it so many times like I can hide a lot of it under my extensions now so yeah. I don't have to like straighten every little piece yeah yeah you're not blow you're not shampoo blow drying like curling it all the time because it yeah. helps the girl so well you know yeah and I've been able to make it like I normally wash my hair every day but this is day four yeah dry shampoo is your best friend oh yeah <laughs> okay so going back to our questions Speaking of products, I love this question. I came up with it yesterday, but Sarah Kate, if you were on an island with only three hair products, what would they be? Okay. Well, this is, this is hard for me. 
But realistic, are we speaking realistically with my own hair or if like extension hair? Because or is this just like my personal what I would have at my own home? I think just like, yeah, per, your personal three. Yeah. Maybe we can all say our personal three that we would bring with us. Yeah, I like that game. Let's do it. Okay. Well, right now I love the Kevin Murphy shampoo and conditioner. Can we count that as one? The young again? Yeah. yeah that can yeah, be one. Yeah, that can be one. Okay. And then the oil, the young again oil. And then I like the um the smooth again leave-in treatment. But I have I have curly hair. Like not super curly, but I have pretty curly wavy hair. So it gets frizzy and big if I don't control yeah. it. Are all of those products sold at the studio? They right are. Now? Perfect. Yep. Everyone head over, head over. <laughs> okay. For mine, I think I would say I would also go, actually, I'm going to do different products because I would pick the young again as well, but I'm going to do a different ones since you said that. The first would be the Unite 7 Second Spray. I yeah, love you've that. You've always loved that. That's an OG. Yeah. Product. It smells amazing. It literally is so good for my, like my hair personally um I also love like something that I've been using all the time not only because I'm sponsored by them but the IGK um leave-in hair mask treatment it's called I think it's called the payday repair leave-in treatment and I literally will put that in my hair it's so much of it comes in one and I'll just like lather it up and put it in the bun and um, use the IGK hair mask for that and then my third would probably be my third would probably be a purple shampoo. So probably the either Unite or Kevin Murphy purple shampoo, because I think a purple shampoo is so important for me. If I don't use it in Hawaii, my hair will literally be orange. Can I, inter- can I interject before Allie tells her and make a statement about purple shampoo really quick? Please, because please people do. misuse purple shampoo all the time. It is like, not something it's actually not good to use immediately after you get your hair colored and a toner like you don't yeah. need to use it until like three to four weeks after your toner starting to wash off and it's only supposed to be used like once maybe twice a week that's it yeah. it's actually will make your hair less bright it will dull it because it's putting so much ash in there that mm-hmm. it will become not bright it's it's not, and it's not made to like neutralize in a sense of if you're orange, you're not going to be all of a sudden blonde, but it's just made to kind of counter what those brassy tones that come out as yellow tones when blondes, their toner starts wearing away and you want to brighten that back up and it gets dull as it fades. But so if you use it yeah. immediately, it's almost going to strip your toner off faster and it'll actually dull faster. What does a blue shampoo do? The same thing as the purple, but it's generally for people who have like darker, that's more of an orange base instead of a yellow base. Oh, okay. Something I learned though also is that you are supposed to fully wash your hair and then put the purple shampoo on. You're not supposed to like just get in the shower, wet it. Okay, purple. Like you have to fully wash your hair because it's not really going to be as effective. With the extensions and everything, if you're putting a lot of products like dry shampoo and everything, you always need to shampoo twice. Once with the clarifying to get all those impurities and all that dirt off your hair. And then a second time with whatever shampoo you prefer to use. So Mm, two shampoos. Because that first shampoo is going to like get all all the buildup off your hair. Smart. All right. My products. My products would be. 
first the Kerastase oil that I mentioned earlier. I'm obsessed with it. It smells amazing. Like I want to rub it all over my body. It smells so good. You probably then, can. I know I probably can't. I actually like rub it on my hands sometimes and like whatever. It smells amazing. They need to make a perfume of it. Um, and then the resistance serum by Kerastase 2, it's for split ends. And if you have damaged hair, it comes in a blue bottle and it has like dual pumps. So there's like a conditioning treatment and then a repair treatment. Um, and that has like worked wonders on my hair. I can totally tell a difference when I am using that. And then third, um, I think I would have to, okay, this is, um, a drugstore find that I've always used and I really like. It's the Garnier heat protectant spray. It's like seven bucks and it works really well and smells really, really good. Yeah. Well, if I'm on an island, I might have to add a fourth and it's just going to be straight sun in because if my hair turns brown while I'm on the <laughs> island, I'm going to be sad. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to I've be never sun experimented with sun in, so I don't I don't use sun in really, but I'm just realistic. I've heard some horror stories. I have to. So, okay, is sun in good or bad? Bad. I know it's bad. I know it's bad. The thing is, is like it it works for those one in a million people that naturally lighten easily. And then you've got people like me with super dark hair that, you know, go and think, oh, my hair's going to look like this person. And then they're orange. So, yeah. Did y'all ever squirt lemon juice in your hair? We used to do that in middle yeah. school. Yeah. Yes. Or, be- or beer. Beer, I've heard. I think <laughs> beer? I've never heard beer. Really? I heard you get yeah. beer in your hair. It makes it lighter. I don't know. If I'm on an island, though, it's like desperate times, desperate measures. <laughs> give, me the, give me the sun in. We're just going to try. I feel but, like stranded on an island, nobody's going to see you to know that you're dark-headed anyways at that point. <laughs> just I, feel like, I feel like this uh, hypothetical situation has gone way too far, Bird. <laughs> I know, I know. Bird's using the sun um, in. Here we go. Too, I know. too literal. <laughs> too literal. Um, okay, so for people that have thin hair or hair that won't grow, what do you recommend? So we have, we have two things here at the salon that we – swear by and that's Zinogen, which is a shampoo and conditioner. Yes. I should have put that on my list. Yeah. I um they have two different categories. They have one for people who have just got like a lot of damage and they want to make their hair grow back faster. So it basically increases like the amount of time that uh, the amount of growth um but then they have the another one that actually helps thicken and cause more hair growth than what you already have. And those really work. Um, and then the other one that we, I swear by is Nutrafol. Like yep. that stuff, mm-hmm. it really does work. And if you take it regularly and it literally, if it's something where you're thinning, I would just consider something like Nutrafol or Zenogen a part of your routine for the rest of your life. Cause mm-hmm. if you're already at that point where you need help, to the fact that it's thinning in the sense that it's your hair is not producing. Um, I would also just for the sake of knowing my life, check your hormones. Those, those things can cause um, stress. There's a lot of factors that go into it, but these two things are, are products that can help you counter that the hair loss, keep as much as you can and produce as much more as possible. Should you use those with extensions because it'll speed up the growth? But like, what do you, what what do you think about that? Like, some people might not want their hair to grow so quick if they're getting having to get it raised all the time or colored a lot. 
Um, well, going back to the main goal being, if you have extensions, you're trying to get your hair to be the extensions, like yeah, per true. se. You know, I mean, like for I me, have... it's sorry, been a while. Me. Sorry, it's been a while since I used the Zenogen and Nutrafol because of like how we've gotten my hair so much better. But when I when my hair was really really bad, that's where I started doing the Nutrafol pills. And then I use a Zinogen shampoo and conditioner for like a year. And I saw like the biggest change. I still have a bunch of Zinogen here that I still use like every day or every so often. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those like, yes, it's going to make you have to get them moved up because it's going to grow faster or it's going to create, you know, um, it to be something where you're having to get them moved up quicker. But like she said, the goal is to get your real hair as healthy as possible. And so I think that would just be something you would have to maybe at first do. And then once you got it to a place where it's, you know, producing, you know, more hair or you're in a state where you're like, like happy with it and it's getting healthy, then you can kind of cut back and just focus on, you know, regular shampoos because it's already, Something about Zinogen, though, is that it definitely isn't, um, or no, something about Nutrafol is that it definitely isn't instant gratification. Like, you have to use no. it for, like, six months or something to even see. Yeah. It has to work on that. It has to work on the inside before you can start seeing it on the outside, and that is why I think a lot of people give up on it. Yes. And so, like, even right away, it's not like your hair, you're going to wake up, it's going to be at your feet. Like, it's going to take a little bit. It's also something you're not probably visually going to see. Three months, it's probably going to take three months for it to get into your body, get going. At least three months, even get in there and start working. Six months before you really probably see. And then from there, you're just going to start seeing sprout. You know, like, so you're going to see like new hairs. So it's not like something where all of a sudden you're miraculously going to have a bunch of new hair and it's automatically going to be thicker. It's, it's going to be something you're going to have to continue to take. That's why I say if you're at that point, you might as well just consider it part of your daily routine for a, for a good year. I mean, by six months to a year, if longer. But I've had clients who came with hair burnt off from bleach and tones that have been taking it for years. And now those pieces are down to their chin, you know, so it does taking care of it and, and taking care of your hair and then continuously keeping it healthy. You'll, you will see some in, a vast improvement. It's not cheap, but it works. And just remember, you're not a chia pet. It's going to take, it's going to take a couple, a couple months to really get it going. I wish there was something you could take that would make it like that fast. But I tell a lot of people, if you can't afford the extensions, Afford the Nutrafolks because at least it's making your real hair speed up and be healthier. So like taking care of what you have, if you can't get the extensions, at least it could, that part could help you get to the results you want without having to do the extensions. Definitely. Um, I love the next question a lot. So I think it's relatable Sarah to you. <laughs> Sarah Kate, to me? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Okay. How to differentiate between a heartbreak and wanting to drastically change your hair. What steps should you consider beforehand? Have any of y'all ever done that? Like had gone through a breakup and dramatically changed your hair? Well, of course I have. Yeah. No. I'm like, I'm like, if I wanted to, Sarah Kate wouldn't let me anyways. 
Yeah, I would I literally be like, are you having a mental breakdown right now? I would know yeah. it if you came and asked me to be brownheaded. Well, you know <laughs> how I am. Like when I'm done with a relationship, I'm like, peace out. I'm not going to mess up my hair for that. <laughs> yeah. But Sarah Kate, so what would you say? What steps should you consider before making a drastic so Bert, Bird is walking into the studio demanding a short brown bob. What would you say? Oh, Lord. I would I would consider sending her to the institute. <laughs> I would be like, do we need to have an intervention right now? Because I you think, have lost your mind. I think if you if someone has just crushed your heart into a million bazillion pieces, you should not take any steps to, no. to alter your physical appearance until you've went through all stages of grief. <laughs> and then you can reevaluate. Oh, so have I, you like I, accepted? Have you, you know? I turn people away. If you're an emotional breakdown and you ask me like to cut you bangs or oh, to like cut all your hair off or to color it some random color. I mean, especially blondes to dark. If I, I'm going to make sure you're really up and you're planning on being dark for a while. Because once you do that, it's really it's hard, hard to, to get, get back. Away. Yeah. Well, I think that's an important quality to look for and a hairstylist is someone that will tell you no. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, or someone that'll tell you you're getting a haircut. I used to, Sarah Caroline yeah. used to be like, do you have, really have to cut my hair? I'm like, you're getting a haircut. I'm like, yeah, yeah. we're not even going to see this hair. It's going to have extensions. Like we might, might as well make it healthy. Like my yeah. extension people, they probably hate me, but they're going to love me when they have hair because yeah. it's going to be healthy. But I'm just like, you're getting a haircut. <laughs> you know, it's going to someone who is just like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this. Like your your stylist should have your best interest at heart, not just what you want to do. Because, yeah, that's I, always I, feel like, I feel like it's a it's a two way street of trust. Like you should trust me and I should trust you. And you should trust that, like, I'm not going to do something that's going to be bad or upset you if it's, you know, Within reason, if I'm not, if somebody's really gonna fight me over it, then I feel like that's probably not a client that I should have. If they're gonna, yeah. like, if it's something, unless you know, reasonable, like, hey, this is gonna be healthy for your hair. We need to do this, because then if I don't, and then you go and you're like, these extensions ruin my hair. That looks like bad for me, you know. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. down the road, so I'm just very forward about that. You don't want your clients to walk around looking bad. No. They're basically yeah. a billboard. I get such yeah. gratitude and satisfaction out of somebody just like being so happy and excited and like feeling so good about themselves when they when we're finished, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because hair, like I've always said this, but hair is such a like for me has always been such an insecurity point. And like just the difference and like the confidence you can give someone like I mean I know that I've walked out of the studio before feeling like you know such a higher vibe version of myself just because of like how I feel and yeah like outward appearances and everything but if you're really insecure about something like I was very insecure about my hair being short and thin and then having extensions and being told how to take care of your hair and having someone who actually cares about you and how your hair looks that makes you feel so much better and so it's like you give that confidence to people you yeah. might have those insecurities. So that is such a Yeah, that's such a gift to be able part. to do for people. Yeah. yeah Especially definitely. people that like I mean, obviously like having your hair like in a bad condition, but like especially people who are thinning or you just don't have any. Like you just literally 
you know, bird, when you, it was so thin that you're like, what do I even do with, you know, like, yeah. even if I cut this, it wouldn't look like a good thick head of hair because there was just so much different links in there from breakage when we first started that I was just mm-hmm. like, let's just cut this off. You're not going to yeah. see it. And she was like, oh my God, we're going to cut it. And I'm like, yes. Like, and I talked to you, I was like, look, I won't do it, but I really think we should. Like, it's going to make your hair healthier. No one's going to see it. It's going to yeah. be camouflaged by extensions. But if I, I wouldn't have forced you to do that. I wouldn't have done it if you really didn't want to. But the fact that we did it, like you trusted me to do it and it has made a difference. But I just feel like, what if I never suggested that to you? And I just continue to let you be on that path and we would have never gotten anywhere it just would have continued to be the same process. And you may not have let me do it that time, but if I just, if I had never suggested it. So I'm just one, I'm big on suggesting things. I, you don't have mm-hmm. to follow mine, but I feel like as a professional, it's my job to try to guide you in the right direction. Definitely. Definitely. And, but I would say circling back, if you're going through a devastating breakup, maybe just go get a blowout. Like maybe you'll get like a nice little deep conditioner treatment, get your head yeah. rubbed. Get your go to the studio and get your hands in a little like wax mittens and you get a nice, maybe get a, a nice spray blowout. tan, maybe a spray yeah. tan that comes spray off, tan. something, yeah, something tan. temporary, manicure, something temporary. Yeah. get yeah, your brows done, and head straight to the maybe, you know. maybe a toner, a gloss that makes your hair, yeah, shiny, you know, your clip in, yeah. clip in extensions. You can always try that, clip yeah. in extensions. That's a good way. You, wait, do you remember when you suggested brown hair to me, kind of jokingly, that one time about Kim K? And you were like, brown hair. And I was yeah. like, go buy a wig. I told yeah. her to go buy a wig. And I said, if you like yourself with a good, decent, dark wig, we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah I was like, was- Until then, we're not, we're not making this hair dark. Yeah, go on Amazon, get like a really cheap wig of like the proposed color and like length and then wear it for a while and just like yeah. sit with yourself at home and look at it and be like is this me and then because I did that like I remember I got all the black extensions I wanted to do like black Kim K and yeah. I was like no I don't no, like this not me. actually well going blonde going dark as a blonde is so hard because it takes so long to get to that perfect blonde that you like and then it's hard to get back yeah yeah. Like talk about the stages of grief, the stages of getting back to being a blonde. You have to be like oh. orange. You have to be like, people think you can go from black hair to platinum hair, but you know, you have to go like orange to like strawberry blonde. Like it, it's such a step. Like it's a, and Sarah Kate, like some people might do that, but I know you won't do that. No, so. no, never. Um, that's another anyway. thing. That's not a good choice. Yeah, <laughs> but Sarah Kate, so we like to end the episode by asking our guests, what is a mantra or an affirmation that you're living by right now? So this is, it's so short, but it's just, my mantra is love life. I know that sounds kind of like, but I just am big on enjoying every like moment of life and where I'm at and, and looking back at like the hard stuff and just realizing it was just a learning lesson that I went through that makes me who I am today. But I actually want to get that tattooed on me. It's been like something. Do it. I say that all the time because people will be like, why are you so happy? Like, why are you in such, you know, because I'm just a very typically upbeat person. And I'm just like, I love life. Like I'm here. I'm living. I'm doing what I love to do. So like, there's no point in really focusing on like the negatives because I'm just, I love 
what I'm doing, where I'm at. So that's, that's my mantra. I love that. I don't think it like, I don't think that your mantra like always has to be some long, profound thing, just like little things. Like me and Allie have love tattooed on our arms. It's so short, but like it means so much to us because when you operate at that, that vibe, I feel like all the things around you, like you become more simple is best. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Focus, focusing on the the positive, not, not the negative. We all, we all have negative in our life, but sometimes you just have to like steer your mind to the positives, you know? Yeah. All about mindset for sure. Definitely. Um, Okay. I have the second thing that we're ending with is a, would you rather question? Um, (laughs) And this one. So, okay. This is mine going off the theme of hair. So would you rather every day, if you could wake up with either your hair done or your makeup professionally done, what would you choose if you had to pick between oh, hair, easy. hair glam or makeup glam? Allie? Oh, hair glam, a thousand percent. I actually enjoy doing my makeup. It's a ritual process. I think it's fun. Hair, on the other hand, I hate doing my hair. Yeah, I would probably go with hair also. I wish I was good at makeup. I'm really not good at makeup. But one, I kind of like not I, not to be that girl, but I kind of like not wearing makeup. And I feel like if my hair looks good enough, I don't have to wear makeup. Like if I feel good in my hair, I feel like I can just like put some sunglasses on and go. And also my hair takes so long to do. So I would Same. also pick <laughs> hair. Sarah Kate, what would you pick? Mine 100% would be makeup. Because really? I, yes. Because I can, can do, do my hair. My hair is pretty easy to do. Like my natural curl is great and my hair is not that hard to do. Yeah. I, I will say like, if there's a lot of things I say about myself, one of my, I guess, things I, that I'm, my, I have good hair. So yeah, you, um, do have hair. Well, you, would, you know how to do it. So it's easy for you. Yeah. So that's how, that's how Perry's hair is. Perry wakes up every day. Her hair is like the most beautiful curl and like amazing in mind. Like, what did mom used to say she used to say that we woke up and had a rat's nest in our hair yeah Yeah, i know going back to sarah kate said don't sleep with your hair wet sometimes i will sleep with my hair wet but i'll put it in like eight different braids so the sections are like very and i look like t-pain i'm like there's a braid she does look like t-pain because I won't sleep with it like just wet laying on it because that will make that like little rat's nest. But I will literally braid it into a million braids and sleep with it like that and wake up and have like a little wavy moment. When I was in Hawaii, I walked in Bird's room. We were getting ready for bed and I was like, whoa, what is going on on your head? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Put, put some, um, put like some conditioner in it, braid it up. And then, yeah, have some natural wave when you wake up. Just don't go with it soaking wet. Yeah. Yeah, so. take, the, take the paper towel and just. Yeah. So a good, like Allie, when you're doing yours, when at nighttime, if you put the leave-in conditioner in and you braid and it, it'll give you like a soft wave in the morning. Like you don't have to that's, wet it. You can just use your conditioner. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been waking yeah. up and just I put it in two braids and I wake up and I have like beautiful, luscious waves. It's amazing. Yeah, heatless curls is a movement right now too. If you look up on TikTok. This episode has been so helpful for me, so I'm very glad that you came on. Yeah, everyone thinking this episode is for you, it is not. It's it for me. Allie, <laughs> Sarah Kate's actually my most frequent in Hawaii visitor. She's been here. Yeah, twice. that's true. No one else been here twice. Are you gonna go? Yeah. Are you gonna go to? 
Yeah, I plan on it. Definitely. I'm really working on my travel stylist job. Like I'm really working on. You should start a movement, travel hairstylist, like travel nursing. I'm really, I really am trying to work on how I, I tell people, if you live, just let me know, get a few friends together. We'll all come visit and do hair while I'm there. Make it worth your while. Like that's yeah. what she did here. She literally had a, she has a full like clientele now in Hawaii. And wherever I go, Sarah Kate, hopefully will be, and I will get her, I will fill up as many days as it takes for it to pay off your trip. Or it'll be like walking down the street. Hey, uh, you need hair extensions. Like, hey, do you need your hair extensions? Okay, perfect. Yeah, have hair. We'll travel. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Sarah Thank Kate. you, Sarah Kate. appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us. And we're, we'll link the studio's Instagram and phone number in the show notes for anyone who is interested in making a consultation and maybe getting on the hair extension journey. Yes. We love you, Sarah Kate. I love you guys. Bye. Love you. Thank you. you.